Hello, my rebels. Today is a special Labor Day edition. I'll have some opening remarks about the election, but then we'll throw to a compilation of some of our best reports of the federal election so far. It really is worth getting the video version of the podcast, especially for these in-the-field reports. Just go to rebelnewsplus.com, and you know what? I'll give you a free promo code. If you type in election, you'll get it for free, a one-month free trial, and my hope is you'll like it enough that you'll keep paying to subscribe after that. It's only eight bucks a month after that. All right, here it is, the best of our election coverage so far. Tonight, a recap of the election so far. It's September 6th, and this is the Ezra LeVant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon yeah. consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I published is because it's my bloody right to do so. Hello, my friends. It's Labor Day, and it's also the middle of the Canadian federal election. Election that... Um, Justin Trudeau did opportunistically, because it hasn't even been two years since the last election, I think he thought he could sneak through. After all, so many Canadian uh, governments were incumbents were re-elected. The provincial parties that went to the polls during the pandemic were re-elected. That started to stumble when there was an election loss in Atlantic Canada and the Conservatives beat the Liberals. And I think things have been going very poorly for Justin Trudeau. It, I don't want to give too much credit to the media party because they don't deserve much credit. But there's actually been a few moments when media party journalists, even the odd CBC journalist, has asked critical questions of Justin Trudeau. I never thought I'd live long enough to see it. And there's protesters on the ground for Trudeau. I think there always would be, and Trudeau thinks that'll help him, but I don't know if it's helping him. I think it's sort of a reminder that there's a lot of anger and rage against the government, and when people see some people heckling and protesting, it validates their own. Because if the only way you perceive the world is through the media, and everything's happy, happy, you think, oh, maybe I'm the weird one for being upset about things. But when you see hecklers, some of them are quite rude, by the way, it gives you a license to think, well, maybe it's not all happy times. Every poll I have seen for the past week has put the Liberals behind from as little as one point to, I don't know, seven or eight points. There's still, you know, a couple weeks is still an eternity in politics, but it looks like Trudeau is extremely unlikely to get the majority he thought he would, and it, he might not even have the minority government. It might be Aaron O'Toole with a minority. Anyways, it's very interesting. Um, I'm depressed in that between Aaron O'Toole and Justin Trudeau, I can find no meaningful policy differences. The latest is an announcement by Aaron O'Toole en Francais in the French debate last week that uh, he will keep in place Justin Trudeau's assault rifle ban. All right, I mean, it's not a huge issue for me, but there's a lot of conservative, I mean, it's, I think it's an important issue. Um, it's, I, I wouldn't put it in my top three right now. I think the lockdowns, the pandemic, freedom of speech is an issue. But the reason I think that's an important issue is it shows that Aaron O'Toole will sell out anyone and anything just for momentary, momentarily pleasing uh, the center of the universe and, and the media and Quebec. And uh, reasonable firearms legislation has been part of the Conservative Party platform for 25 years or more since Alan Rock first brought in his gun registry. And just to throw that away in a heated moment in Quebec to try and suck up to them shows you can't trust anything Aaron O'Toole says. He's with Trudeau on the carbon tax. He's with Trudeau on open borders migration. He hasn't said a word against the lockdown. He hasn't said a word against the deep internet regulation that's coming. And now he's in favor of an assault weapon ban. I really don't know the difference between Trudeau and O'Toole, do you? That said, we've been doing great, great reporting across this country. So many of our reporters, 17 different reporters in the field from coast to coast and even up to the Arctic. So today's show is going to be a collection of excerpts from the best of Rebel News reporting on the election so far. I'm going to say goodbye to you now, but enjoy these clips from our reporters in the election so far.
each other's backs. They were there for each other. Canadians stepped up time and time again. They're right there across the country. They're stepping up to get vaccinated, to keep each other safe. No media questions at all. No media questions. We waited, gee, I don't know, at least two hours and will not answer any questions by the media. Just loves his cheerleaders. Loves the cheerleaders. The Trudeau cheerleaders, look at them all. They love it. Trudeau had people waiting out here for I don't in excess of two hours. Oh wow! Yeah, what did you think of his brief appearance? Well, it was typical rhetoric from him. He said nothing and kind of just pumped himself up more than anything. So, and I thought it was interesting when he said uh, it's a good time for us to listen to everyone's opinions and take everyone's ideas into account, which is obviously the total opposite of what he's been doing through his whole. Um, well, one and a half terms as Prime Minister, so it's it's pretty ironic. Were you impressed with Trudeau's speech there? Yeah, I was. What about his policy is the mo the thing that compels you to support him? I like a lot of his policies. Nous allons passer à la dernière question en présence avec Rebel News. Oui, euh, bonjour, mon nom c'est Alexa pour euh, Rebel News. En fait, ma question aujourd'hui, c'est de savoir euh, votre position par rapport euh, au passeport vaccinal au niveau fédéral, mais aussi provincial, parce qu'on sait très bien qu'au Québec, la mesure euh, devrait être en place euh, d'ici le 1er septembre et que euh, les droits de certaines personnes vont être brimés au niveau euh, des... Euh, mesures, ben en fait, des, des, des emplacements et des établissements plaisir pour certaines personnes. Et aussi au niveau fédéral, on, on sait que euh, au niveau des transports aériens et au niveau des trains, euh, ce droit aussi va être brimé. Qu est qui, quelle est votre position par rapport à ça? Vous m'envoyez sincèrement, désolé madame, parce que bien que votre question apparaisse tout à fait raisonnable, je maintiens la politique de ne pas répondre aux questions de Rebel News. Et quelle est votre... En suivi? Pardon? En suivi? Ben, ça va être la même réponse, en suivi. Moi. En suivi? Alors, Bien, en fait, moi, je m'intéressais aussi à savoir euh, quelle était votre position par rapport euh, au niveau libéral euh, d'encourager euh, la censure de l'Internet. Encore une fois, je dois à regret euh, vous indiquer que je continue à ne pas répondre aux questions de Rebel News. So they refuse to answer the, ans the question of Rebel News. You just saw it straight up. I asked two simple questions, really fair enough, about the vaccine passport at federal and provincial, and about the censorship in federal about the internet. And they refused both of my questions. So it's simple. People who refuse to answer to my question are in the side of the government right now. So they choose who have the answer, who can ask the question, and this is actually a censorship of which media can have the uh, answer or not. So I will never have my answer because they don't want to answer to me. This is the party Bloc Québécois. C'était juste des simples questions. Je pense qu'il y a beaucoup de monde qui essaie d'avoir de, des réponses à certaines questions. Vous êtes en campagne électorale, monsieur. Vous devriez répondre à n'importe quel média en ce moment. I don't get it.
ce n'est pas notre avion, mais un autre. Et pour un ancien militaire comme moi, un ancien officier dans les forces armées canadiennes, c'est magnifique. Bonjour, vous allez bien? Non, je vais bien. Oui, ça va très bien. Je m'intéresse à savoir, est-ce que vous pensez que le, le, vac le passeport vaccinal devrait avoir une date de fin? C'est une question pour les provinces parce qu'il y a une approche différente dans chaque province. Ici, un passeport vaccinal, c'est la même chose en Manitoba, mais c'est différent en Ontario. Et je vais toujours respecter les, les champs de compétences, les, les, les programmes des provinces. Mais pour moi, on doit livrer les vaccins, les tests de dépistage rapides et avoir une approche pour les, les voyages à l'extérieur. Mais les décisions dans les provinces sont les décisions pour les provinces. Mais euh, qu'est-ce que vous pensez justement le fait qu'ils euh, demandent deux doses de vaccins pour euh, les avions et les trains? Est-ce que vous appuyez tout ça? Non, comme j'ai dit, c'est possible. Les vaccins sont très importants. C'est sécurité efficace. Mais c'est possible aussi d'avoir un test de dépistage quotidien pour, euh, pour quelques situations où les, les, les gens ne sont pas vaccinés. Voulez-vous une photo? Oui. to the event and filled the form just like everyone else, but was asked to leave by the property manager, who said that she had to ask me to leave. Hello, sir. Hi. My son was there too. I'm Brenda, and this is a private event, so we will ask to ask her to leave, please, sir. Why? Because this is a private event, sir, and it's only invited guests. Well, I came here as, as media, and I wanted to ask some questions to Justin Trudeau. So you're not going to allow me to do that? My understanding is that we need to ask you to leave, sir. Wow, okay. Thank you very much. How about other media? Other, do, because I filled the information, she filled the information. Why am I being asked to leave, but not her? My understanding, sir, is it's only invited guests, and this is private property. Wow. That was no surprise to me, given that I'm not their media. Uh, if you can stay here, it's, uh, it's great. Just, I'm going to bring my media closer a bit, but I, I would like you to stay here. Your media? I went there to document this event and ask him a couple of questions related to his latest speeches. I don't know, when I think about the biggest, most important economic policy this government, if re-elected, would move forward, you'll forgive me if I don't think about monetary policy. But once again, since I was not allowed to ask it properly, I had to yell. Prime Minister, do you know the meaning of inflation? Why should the poor vote for you when your policies are creating inflation? Do to counter the she session, the she session and turn it into a she covery. What does she covery mean? What's the meaning of she covery? I did not get an answer from the PM, so I asked the Liberal staffer. Do you know the meaning of shikavari? Shikavari? Yeah. What does that mean? Shikavari? Yeah. But that's not a word. Yes, it is. Well, Justin Trudeau used it um, just yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he said shikavari and then he said she session. What are the meanings of these words? City, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we, nobody knows. The whole nation wonders. And I wanna... As this woman was yelling vaccine-related concerns, Unfortunately, we cannot air what she yelled because otherwise YouTube will delete our channel. Liberal staffers formed a line in front of her. And the more she yelled, the more the staffers cheered and clapped. concerns, the Liberal um, Party members, they formed a blockade in front of you and as you were trying to I just got questions, <laughs> yeah, they were, they were raising their voices, they were cheering and clapping. As more you raise your voice, the more they cheered and clapped. Yes. Isn't that a form of censorship? 
Yeah, it is a form of censorship, actually. It is a yeah, form of censorship. Laugh all you want. Laugh all you want. I am. I think. Laugh all you want. What's your name? What's your name? Laugh all you want. I came from Turkey, and this is the same thing. The, prime, the pr Turkish president's bodyguards do to protesters. They yell at them so that they, they don't raise their concerns, so it, they won't be heard. Ha ha ha, they laughed. But I didn't say anything funny. This is in fact a tactic that is regularly employed by Turkish president's army of bodyguards towards protesters. event, as I was waiting for the Prime Minister to come back to his bus for departure, a group of indigenous rights protesters showed up, who challenged Trudeau's legitimacy. Acknowledge them. Listen to their grievances. Just say hello. Just give us a few words about what he's doing here. And if he's paying attention to the ultra vlogging, that's it. It's really simple. I have nothing on me. I'm not gonna hurt him. I just want to be acknowledged. I want to be heard. Instead, he just looked away and hid inside the bus for half an hour.
from what we see in the media that this is a progressive and tolerant leader who pays great attention to indigenous issues. That was on my reserve, where mm -hmm. he laid those flowers mm -hmm. and that teddy bear. Mm -hmm. He did that for a photo op. The people mm -hmm. from my reserve are uncomfortable. So as you know, I was in the middle of starting a party when Trudeau did his vanity election call. And so we had some quick decisions to make about sort of, you know what to do, right? And so um, I decided that I would run here in Banff Airdrie uh, for several reasons. One, I felt that I'd like to make sure that our movement had an anchor point in the West. And also because, in all honesty, the MP in this riding, Blake Richards, he's the whip of the party. He's, you know, carrying O'Toole's water out here. He's doing all the dirty work for O'Toole out here. If anybody in Alberta deserves to be targeted first and foremost, it's this guy. We want to make sure, you know, I'm pulling a lot of support in other areas, but I didn't really want to go against an MP that's, you know, doing a better job. I wanted to go against someone who symbolically represents the, you know, the rotten leadership of this party. And so can you maybe first off, I know people are wondering, talk about has there been hang-ups? You maybe mentioned that you thought your federal party would be well underway by now. Has there been sort of institutional hang-ups preventing that from taking place? Well, it is true that Elections Canada has not yet approved the party. Uh, we, we anticipate actually that it'll be soon, but it's, it's not soon enough to run candidates under that banner in this election. It has to be approved prior to writ day to do that. So it is what it is, but we're not, I mean, I'm not a type of guy that just sits around and twiddles my thumbs. So we're going to move forward anyways. We're going to be running some candidates as independents under our banner. And uh, stay tuned for more announcements to come in the days and, and weeks to come. Wonderful. And one of the things that we, we think we really need to emphasize during this election, we were just attempting to attend a Justin Trudeau event. It was all done in secret. There were no questions permitted. What sort of guarantees can we have from you or anyone running under the banner of your party about politicians answering actual questions from independent and non-bought-off media? Well, most of the media that I do is with independent media, although the CBC was here tonight and I did an interview with them. My general rule is is uh, most is is to do interviews when I'm asked, unless it's on a frivolous subject or, or things like that. So um, I I don't think I've ever declined a, a rebel interview or a you know a, an independent media interview, and uh, I don't plan on doing so. And I can let you know that we just left a Justin Trudeau event. They maybe had about one tenth of your attendance. Wow. So congratulations on the draw tonight, and we'll certainly be sure to uh, touch base. And if you have any updates, please okay. be sure to let us Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Thanks. Final words for coming. Listen, it's time for it's time to take this country back, and this riding is going to be a litmus test of whether a person who is loved and respected by the people can win over a color, over a party. Let's stand up, Canada, because right now in Banff, Airdrie, all eyes are going to be on us. Do not let democracy die. Freedom fighters from across Alberta, come and join us. Let's show the Conservatives, let's show the establishment that we can win when the people stand up and have their say. Thank you so much. So um, I was born and raised in Dubai. I'm an engineer by education and uh, I'd come here once to the Calgary Stampede on vacation in 2010. I have no animal experience whatsoever. So no horse experience, no cattle experience, just never, never even had a dog. Mm -hmm. And um, I sat in the stand bought the ticket to the rodeo and thought man that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life I'm gonna be on the other side of that fence and I went home I quit my job sold the house sold the car made plans to move out here and move to Airdrie Alberta in 2012 um, started to learn how to ride uh, how to rope um, got involved with a whole bunch of rodeo boards and just one thing led to another and, and here I am I've, I've got now a foot in oil and gas um, which still remains my career and uh, a foot in agriculture so love at first sight oh absolutely and I mean this is the West right like these two in industries built to the west absolutely this is home i i live breathe and, and like die the west every day like it's 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 who i am and it's what i've become and and i i love it and it's not just the mechanics of riding a horse adam but it's also the values of the west like mm. if you look at the values we can all relate to grit perseverance community respect hard work taking risks you know that's that's the west to me so the next question would be, why the Maverick Party? Do you see some of those values uh, echoed in the Maverick Party? 100%. It was it was supernatural. So again, the Maverick Party being exclusively Western and, and caters to both urban Westerners and rural Westerners. But 
if you look at the values, which are common across both, mm-hmm. um, it made perfect sense. It was just a natural fit of those Western values. So uh, in the past, you were a, a Conservative Party of Canada supporter. Um, what motivated the change? Why now? So uh, as soon as I became a Canadian citizen, I told myself I'm not going to put my head in the sand and not be an uninvolved citizen. Mm-hmm. So the day I became a Canadian citizen, I bought a membership to the CPC because I thought that they were going to be the best ones to represent my views and represent what we want for the West. But then as we went through, you know, we went through the Andrew Scheer election and we know how that went. But then I said, okay, I'm going to stick with them, keep my membership up. Um, And then Aaron O'Toole in his first meeting with Quebec says, Energy East is off the table and then rewards our loyalty a couple of months later with a carbon tax that he insists he doesn't want to call a carbon tax. Now, this riding has four core industries, oil and gas, aviation, agriculture, and tourism. And all four of them get super hit by a carbon tax. And I said, you know what, that's it, I'm, I'm done. That was the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will, is, is the carbon tax. And I'd been reading up about the Maverick Party and, and learning about them, and I said, The concept is beautifully simple. Mm -hmm. If it's good for the West, it's good for them. They don't support a carbon tax. They support our core industries. It made perfect sense to find a home there as a voter. And then I told myself, well, I could keep complaining or I could do something about it. And me doing something about it was not posting on Facebook and being angry at both Justin Trudeau and Aaron O'Toole, Mm -hmm. but rather saying, you know what, this is my shot to step up put my name in as a candidate and that's what I did. So I I just wanted to ask you as well about uh, Banff Airdrie. Um, Often just like a very sort of stable staple of conservative voting but it's going to be a spot to watch in this election. Um, You're likely where Derek Sloan has announced that he's running here. You have Nadine Wellwood with the PPC um, as well as yourself running here. Blake Richards, the party whip for the conservatives. It's going to be a place to watch but with all these newcomers and with some of the western sentiment that's a little hesitant towards what's happened with the O'Toole Conservatives. What do you make of the writing? What do you see unfolding? So like I said, Adam, like I I look at this writing and it covers a core part of Alberta, right? It's gorgeous writing. So it Mm -hmm. runs from the BC border all the way to East Airdrie. And it covers the big industries, two of the biggest ones being oil and gas and agriculture. Mm -hmm. Now, the Maverick Party is the only party that is exclusively Western. And everyone else running is either a Federalist or an Independent hoping to be a Federalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the difference between us is, and them is, again, I'm not one to character trash any of my competitors, mm-hmm. but I could clearly point out policy and position differences. And to your point, when you talked about like Blake Richards being the chief whip of, of Aaron O'Toole, well, where's his loyalties in? Is mm-hmm. it to O'Toole's policies or is it to a Western constituent? Mm-hmm. Um, and also his job is to go after all the other Western CPC MPs and say, you know what, you need to vote for Aaron O'Toole's policies. Well, they don't match what we want. Even the conservative voter in Ontario and Quebec, their values are different than ours. Someone's mm-hmm. convinced them that a carbon tax will save the planet. Well, yeah. it won't. And all it's gonna do is cripple our industries. Oil companies are mobile, Adam. So. If they decide that Canada is uncompetitive and Alberta is uncompetitive, they'll just pick up and move, mm-hmm. right? And and it's like, well, they 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 you know we, if we Canada produces what 1.6 percent, less than 1.6 percent of the GHG emissions in the world, if we shut Canada down in its entirety and took out all the people in Canada, we still wouldn't make a dent. Hey, Prime Minister Trudeau, why are you supporting somebody that supports the Iranian regime? Mr. Trudeau, why are you supporting a candidate here, Majid Johari, that supports the Iranian regime? Can you answer that? Mr. Trudeau, what do you have to say about our disgrace in Afghanistan? Mr. Trudeau, why do you support a candidate who associates with somebody who is under CSIS investigation, who has been described as a threat to national security? Mr. Trudeau? Why are you walking into me, sir? I can reach over if I want. I'm in a public place. Who are you? Oh, really? Okay, can I see your ID? Can I see your ID, sir? It's down below. 
Okay, what, what's your name and badge number? I'm not getting into that right now. Okay, well, I'm in a, I'm in a public place. I'm in a public place and I'm not moving, okay? <laughs> Just keep it on the other side. I'm in a public place, sir. Huh? Well, you got into my face. Your hands trembling above my head. What are you doing up there? I'm trying to film the Prime Minister. What do you think it is? A gun? Come on, give me a break. Don't say that, all right? Mr. Trudeau, why do you support a candidate who supports the Iranian regime? Why are you bumping into me? Why are you getting your camera in my face? I'm not. You're getting in my face. Mr. Trudeau, what do you say about us leaving our Afghanistan allies behind? Why have you called this election, Mr. Trudeau? Mr. Trudeau, why won't you answer the questions? Mr. Trudeau, hey, hey, get your hands off me. Why, why were you putting your hands on me? Don't, don't push You're me. getting into my face. Do not push me. You're getting into my face. No, don't touch my camera. On the other side. We're in a public place. On the other side, man, please. Mr. Jawari, how are you doing? Why do you support the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world? No, I'm not. I'm not even near your face. No, no, no. Don't stand on my foot. Are you kidding me? What is this, amateur hour? Boy, you are a bunch of censorious thugs. You know that? Mr. Trudeau, why do you support this person? Mr. Trudeau, wait a moment. Hey, David Menzies, how's it going? Hey, very good, sir. Hey, can I get an autograph? Yeah, sure. We here had a meeting when this tragedy was happening. We meet face to face. You promised to me we go on the bottom line of it. Yes. What we did. Yes, we did exactly that. You do it. Why, why are you dealing with the regime of the terrorist regime of Iran? I know. Why? I understand. Why, why, why are we dealing with the terrorist regime of Iran? Did you, you promise we go to bottom line of it? Yes. Is yes. bottom line of it to get the money from the Iran? No, the bottom no. line is what, to get justice is for the families. What justice we get priority. now? We it don't is, get any justice, we, Mr. Trudeau, yet. We are, I know how But our family are. been killed in Iran. Yes. And you try to get, negotiate and close and friend with Iran. No. What is it? No, we're not. I understand you're hurt. I remember our conversation very much. And I, I, I know how much you are hurting for your loss. And all those families are. We will continue to put pressure on the Iranian we, we regime. Had a meeting, we will Mr. continue. Yes, yes. We, we had a meeting with the yeah. He said, if you have any criminal investigation, yes. you got to go to the Ukraine. Yes. What is yes. this? We live in Canada. We yes. have to do the criminal investigation yes. in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Why we go to the Ukraine for a criminal investigation? Well, because the, the crime happened in Iran. In Iran. Yes. What, what we, he said, we have, we, we have enough evidence as the Ukraine and the Canada. We live together. 86 people, they was in terror for the Canada. Yes. Why, why are you sending us to the Ukraine? I, 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 am, I am working with the community and we will continue to to make sure that you get justice you promised me to get the justice whoever did this happen to my family is you gonna get it how are we gonna get it we are going to continue to work together. you promise yes we will continue to work together we will get there okay we are going to get there if you promise we do we were going to do it okay now i know how much you are hurting i know how difficult this is i know how angry you are at the terrible iranian regime and you should and we are going to do everything we can to get justice, to get understanding, to hold people to account, and to help you heal, even though there's nothing that can bring your loved ones back. I know that. Thank you, Mr. No, thank you. Do you believe him, sir? Sir, do you believe what the Prime Minister just told you? He promised. He promised we do get the justice we, we on the families of Fiat 752. Is this promise worth anything, given how many promises he's broken so far to the Canadian people? He's promised now. I, I believe in his promise what he did and he's going to do it. But sir, he is supporting a candidate right here, Majid Johari, who supports the Iranian regime. How is that possible? Let's, I'm not going to the politics part. I, I, I do... Uh, I know what you're saying. I know what, what is it. Let's let's I be on the side of this this politics issue. But Mr. Johari, in his own words, supports the elected government of Iran. That's what he has said. He's had meetings with Iranian politicians in Canada. This is the largest state sponsor of terrorism. How can this guy even be a member of parliament? I am not sure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good luck.
legs of elbows and fists here. Mr. Trudeau, do you support the Iranian regime like the candidate for Richmond Hill, Mr. Johari? Mr. Trudeau, do you support the largest state sponsor of terrorism? Mr. Trudeau, do you support the largest state sponsor of terrorism as Mr. Johari does? Why do you call Mr. Johari a good man, Mr. Trudeau? He supports the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world, Iran. Wow. Mr. Trudeau, shouldn't you take a day off campaigning and help the people we've stranded in Afghanistan? Mr. Trudeau, what's more important, you getting a majority or the allies in Afghanistan? Please ask him to hear the people of Iran, the other side, the other side, the, the real people of Iran. I'm from U.S. I'm the Iranian living in U.S., but I'm here to talk about real people in Iran. And what do you want to say to him, ma'am? Well, many of um, our friends now in the prison because because of the act because they are activists. Mr. Nurizal go to the prison last day and they beat him. Now there are a film about the prison, about the torture. So ma'am, why do we have this man here, Mr. Johari, who supports the Iranian regime? He supports the Iranian regime. How, how is this possible? You tell me, tell me about that, about the lobbies. Lobbies of regime, there are many lobbies of regime here. I know. And we are the people of Iran. We are the, one of my friends is in the jail for three years and a half. She is, she is a mother and, and has a one daughter. They torture her. They don't agree to her to come out for, for just one week. Nasreen Sutude, the lawyer, the human rights lawyer, Mohammed Nurizad, he gets to the uh, prison last, the, the yesterday. Ma'am, I understand what you're saying. So if that is the case, why has this man been elected to represent Richmond Hill? Know. Ask the Iranian. Ask the Iranian. I know. I, I don't know. What about the 176 people died in the attack to uh, airplane? Yes. 752. Ask them. He must ask the one of them what they want. What Do you know, last year, ma'am, at the Richmond Hill Performing Arts Center, there was a vigil for all the Canadian victims. And Mr. Johari, there was many politicians there. He did not show up. Why is that? I don't know. I'm not from here. I'm from U.S. We have the same Nayak there. They are lobbying for regime. Here there are many lobbying for regime. But I am I am the true Iranian. And now one of the uh, one of the uh, family of the uh, airplane Ukraine uh, airplane came here. He must to talk to her. Well, Mr. Johari and Mr. Trudeau will not answer my questions. I guess I'm not a bond-paid media person. Against it, uh, Mr. Trudeau, I don't know him, and Mr. Johari, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm from U.S. I don't know him, but I know my. Do a Google search. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know the Iranian people. I am the activist. I yes. every day I talk to the family of the prison. Yes. Inside the prison, they tortured. Now these days. You can search, there are too many films about the inside the prison. One of the best prison. Tell me about that. Every prison. I, I've heard it. You can, you, can, you can see. Thank you, thank you for Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for your time. We are doing politics differently. I hope you understand that. It's not based on survey, not based on polling, based on values and principle. We are not politically correct, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> you don't need conservative NP anymore. You know what they did in the past? It was a critical time, and it is a critical time for Canada, for our country. It's time to save our country. It's time to tell the truth. It's time to be, to fight, and I need you for that fight. It's very important. We need to speak openly with passion and conviction about our, our belief, about our values. If we don't do that, if you are not helping me and helping Nadine, we won't be able to win that battle.
years. But I'm asking you to help us. I'm asking you when tyranny becomes law, revolution becomes our duty. And I'm asking you to do it. So it is a startling juxtaposition to watch some of the candidates here in Banff Airdrie, whether it be Derek Sloan or Maxime Bernier, who's right here behind me, standing with people. He doesn't have an army of guards and phony people protecting him, keeping away from real questions. Justin, sir, one question, please, Justin. One question for independent journalists. He is among the people, answering questions, taking pictures, shaking hands, and afterwards he will be speaking with us, granting us an interview where he will answer questions like every politician should. If you want to support this sort of journalism, support us talking to candidates who are willing to answer the tough questions, go to realreporters.ca. This has become very rapidly a very interesting uh, constituency. There's going to be a number of interesting choices for Conservatives. What can the PPC, Nadine Wellwood, and your party offer that other parties simply cannot for Western Albertans. But first of all, we have the best platform for all Canadians and specifically Canadians here in this riding. I'm asking them, look out at our platform. Equalization formula will be less generous, will solve the equalization formula. It's unfair. Uh, pipelines, we're going to build pipelines in this country. Uh, uh, Paris Accord, we are against the Paris Accord. We want to impose a carbon tax. We want to impose more regulation on businesses. Balancing the budget in four years. We'll cut the CBC, we'll cut foreign aid, uh, we will cut corporate welfare, we'll cut all the COVID-19 subsidies that Trudeau government gave to businesses and, and, and individual Canadians because we will reopen the economy. So we have the best platform and the best candidate also. You know, um, and I'm, I'm saying to people who uh, wanted to vote for the Conservative, they're not Conservative anymore. They're just Conservative in name. That's it. And they were not there to fight for you during this COVID-19 crisis. They were silent. Your member of parliament didn't speak against these authoritarian measures. I did that since the beginning of that crisis. And we are the only party that is fighting against a vaccine passport for our freedom. And by the way, this vaccine passport will have an expiration date, like I said. Eight months, that's it. When they will have the, the third shot, the fourth one, they will need to renew their passport. So we don't want that. And everybody can also uh, spread the virus, vaccinated ones and unvaccinated ones. So it's not based on science. It's illegal, unconstitutional. And the conservatives are not fighting for your rights. We are. It's a discrimination. And and your, your health... Uh, 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 your, your health, uh, um, how can I say that? Uh, rights? Rights, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Your rights are, are violated by the government. So we need to do something, and we are. That will be a very important uh, decision that Canadians will have to take for this election. Do they want more and more of the same that they had the last 19 months? More lockdowns, more uh, stay at home order, more curfew, more uh, mass mandate or they want to go back to their life before 19 before COVID-19 and the answer for me is yes and I believe that it will be yes for a lot of Canadians and if it's that we are the only one the only choice the only real choice to to gain back our freedoms the, the West has generally been alienated there is a sentiment of a lack of representation but there is to forgive me for using a left term but marginalization of Western and conservative voices um, we've seen throughout this campaign a hundred stops in Quebec a hundred stops stops in Toronto. Only Justin and yourself have been to Calgary. How do we change the narrative so that the People's Party of Canada is represented in the debates and Western voices have a spot at the table in the political landscape? But they will. We have a, we have a 330 candidates up to now on 338 writings. We have almost a candidate in every writing in this country. And all these people in Eastern Canada are speaking on the same platform. They're with us because they believe in a platform. So Western Canada will
will have a voice. And these candidates that will be elected in Ontario or Quebec, they will promote pipelines. They will promote to change the equalization. Will have a strong voice all across the country, and that's important. So, and during this campaign, I will be about seven days in Alberta because it, it's important for me. It's a strong, conservative, real conservative province, and we have a strong base here. And I believe that our first or second candidates elected will be here from Alberta. So that's why I'm here tonight and I'm telling them, you know, what I'm saying here in English, I'm saying the same thing in French. And, and I'm the only one that is speaking, telling Canadian in Eastern Canada that there is a Western alienation. Mm -hmm. And I'm explaining why you're mad and you have to be mad at Ottawa, but we have the solution for you. The flip side of that coin is, let's say the PPC gains a lot of power. We've seen so many so-called grassroots its movements, the second they have that power within reach, they start to compromise. We start to see campaigns that are hidden, real journalists like ourselves unable to ask real questions. Yeah. How, how will the PPC ensure that that does not happen? Well, it won't happen because we are saying the same thing since the, the creation of that party. Our platform of this election is the same one that we had in 2019, and it will be the same one in 2025. We are doing politics differently based on principle, and, and, and we strongly believe in our principles, individual freedom, personal responsibility, respect and fairness. And all our policies are in line with that. So I won't do any compromise with my principle. And we don't want to do any merger. We will be there, we will speak, and we will support the government if we like what they're doing, if they take some of our ideas. If not, we won't. You know, I don't want to waste my time. I'm there for the ideas, and I want our ideas to win, and we'll do everything for that. So we won't do like the Reform Party. I think Preston Mining had a good idea uh, more than 25 years ago with the Reform Party. But the they did, uh, what he did is to merge with the Canadian Alliance and after that with the Conservative Party. That was a mistake. And and then we won't do that. We won't do that. And, uh, you know, I was a conservative. I knew them. They're not doing politics based on principles. They're doing politics based on polling. Based, their only goal is to be in government, not to fight for real conservative ideas. Our conservative ideas right now, we must admit, they're not that popular. Mm -hmm. But we are speaking about it because we know they have the best ideas and we have the best platform for, for the future of this country. And we know that the more we speak about it openly with passion and conviction, the more support we'll have. So we will always fight for what we believe. Three quick pragmatic policy sort of oriented questions. First off, should the government intercede if private businesses, let's say a flame sports organization, mandates a vaccine passport? Uh, it must be illegal. It, like in like in uh, uh, Florida, I like what the governor DeSantis did. Mm -hmm. You know, no vaccine passport, no mass mandate, and if a private corporation is doing that, it will be illegal. They cannot do that, and it's against our charter of rights. It's discrimination, mm -hmm. and um, and they won't be able to do that. The situation in Afghanistan, uh, Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, categorical failures. Um, should this be a more prevalent elections issue? And what should the Canadian government do to help our allies over there? But first of all, I think uh, you, when Justin Trudeau said he wants to have 20,000 Afghans coming here, I think it's too much. We must help these Afghans that help us when we're there. Uh, they're not 20,000 people, maybe 5,000 or I don't know. And we cannot save everybody. We, we're not the savior of the world and other countries must help also. So I believe that 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 policy of Trudeau is too is too generous, you know, and that will have a cost here. We'll have to pay for that. Canadians will have to pay for that. Yes, we are uh, we are humanitarian and we want to help them. But first, we need to help Afghans that help us when we are there. That's it. Final question. If elected prime minister, what are the three first things you would do? <laughs> the first one, it's all these uh, vaccine passport and mandate masks. We will get rid of all that. We will, you know, Justin Trudeau said that he will give $1 billion to provinces for them to implement a vaccine passport. They won't have any money. They won't have a billion dollars. So the most important, we will save our country and we will protect our freedoms and our rights. And after that, we'll, balance, we'll do everything to balance the budget. So yeah, we'll cut the CBC. We want med the media to be 
independent, not dependent on the, the government, independent. So no more money to CBC, no more money to the mainstream media, uh, no more money to foreign aid. We will put our country first and Canadian first. And uh, actually, yes, we will pass a legislation to build pipelines. We will change the equalization formula. We can do that. We have a lot of things to do and we'll do it step by step. We'll be able to achieve that. But the most important, Canadians, need our voice in Ottawa, step by step. And I don't, you know, I'm realistic. I don't believe that I'll be prime minister tomorrow, not after the election, this election, maybe after the other one. But now this party need, needs to grow and need to have some uh, new uh, member of parliament, PPC member of parliament. And I believe that we'll be able to have member candidates elected and we'll have that freedom, common sense voice in Ottawa.